am Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we are Between, Between the, the Jays. So it's a nice day out there today. Nice rainy day, right? It's a little rainy and blustery. Yeah. The good news is we've almost made it to the end of March. I know. Fingers and when crossed. I, you know, now when we start talking about spring weather, we start thinking about tornadoes. And we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the tornado. We are. The one that we, you know, never... You always hear tornadoes, and you think, oh, it'll be fine. But we really got a bad one here. Well, and you think it happened <clears> someplace <throat> else. Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. ever think it'll hit close to home. So there was a lot of people that got hit, but there's been a lot of recovery, and, and in a good way. I mean, I mm-hmm. think some people were able to do things to their houses that they would have never done had they not been hit by the tornado. So you have to look at it as, you know, we've got a neighbor, their house, I mean, it's taken them, it's probably going to be like a year and a half before they get back into the house. But they yeah. were able to recreate the inside of the house by doing a master on the main. And in real estate, we know most people prefer the master on the main. main yes. And we rarely build any houses with bedrooms up anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so a lot of good things happen, you know, as bad as it was. Um, there's you know, still a lot evolving, though, in still changing. Still a lot. Uh, still because, a lot of changes and the yeah. insurance just has taken forever for a lot of people. I know my boys have a friend at school that still, I don't, they're still not in their house. They're still dealing with Mm -hmm. the finishing of the construction. And I'm sure that one year in Mm -hmm. of a family and pets in an apartment has probably become a bit much. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. No doubt. But a big focus, my husband and I were talking and he said, the Atlanta News is over at Noonan High School today. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, okay. So I'm sure they're doing a story on our, I'm calling it the oldest, newest high school. It's going to be <laughs> state of the think, art. If you think about it, it's probably one of the oldest, newest high schools in the United mm-hmm. States, if you think about it. And well, I, be, yeah. I am so proud of our school board and the decisions that they made just to say, we have to build that school, you know, to look like it did, mm-hmm. the neighborhood. I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of us locals, if they would have said, well, we're just going to build a regular school, we would have said, that's not going to fit in a historic neighborhood. So I'm so happy that, you know, they made the decision. And right after the tornado, I was able to go and, you know, walk around the school and talk to superintendent and some of the people. And, you know, they assured us that it was going to be very similar to what it is now. So I think a lot of people are excited and it's going to be a a larger school. So I think we're going from, I want to say 120 to 190 in classrooms, I think around three to four hundred more students wow and so that'll help a little bit with the growth and the over we have, you know we've got overcrowding at the mm-hmm. schools obviously and we've got a lot of growth so at least that'll take a little pressure off but i'm excited about the athletic facility too because they're take those of us from here we all know the hill at the school mm-hmm. i think everyone that ever went to Nonan high school or went to a football game like we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> they're very familiar, or even a boot camp or a workout. Right. And, you know, back in the day, Coach Bass, that hill, you know, you didn't want to get in trouble mm-hmm. on the football team because you were going to be running banks, as they would call it. So that's going to be, it's going to go away. And they're going to build into that. So the athletic facility, <clears throat> the guys, the football team has always walked down the hill. Down the hill. So they'll just be able to walk straight out. Wow. And, well, that will be a change. Yeah, it's going to be a change. And a lot of people are going well, we need to sell bricks and just have like a cougar walk. Mm-hmm. And so there's talks about trying to just talk to some of the people that are 
working on that project to see what they can do to have a cougar walk. So They should also <coughs> sell bricks as they take the high school down because that would be a great fundraiser. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so that's some positives of the tornado. So um, real estate market's still booming. I think people are moving here from everywhere still. They are. We're still <laughs> struggling with low inventory. Mm-hmm. We still only have like 166 houses on the market as of this morning. That yeah. doesn't seem to go up or down. No. Nope. Um, it just tends to stay the same. Yeah. So yeah. there's constant movement still in the market and, you know, everyone can sell high. A lot of people are choosing just to stay, but some people are selling high and maybe downsizing or even renting just till they can decide what they want to do. So there's a lot of dynamics in real estate right right now. There are. And <laughs> when we are talking about real estate and getting your house ready to sell, that brings our guest for today. So Tyler is a photographer, and it's still important to make sure that you take your real estate photos. So tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate photography. Yeah, absolutely. So before I jump into that, I just want to say... Um, I did a house just the other day, right a uh, street over from Newton High School, and there was still a building that had a brick wall that had spray paint on there, you know, the hashtag Newton Strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was still there. Wow. And so that moment just really struck to me. And so mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I got into photography way back in the day. Um, I think I was in middle school whenever I had to do a science fair project. Next thing you know, I didn't know what to do. Um, and so I didn't know what camera speeds were back then. I had no clue about any of that stuff. And so that was all back during, uh, you know, the, the film days. And so I bought three identical cameras um, and a whole bunch of different film speeds. Had no clue what I was doing. Um, set up a couple of interviews with some different photographers in the area. And I uh, went from there. And uh, kind of just blossomed over the couple of years until until digital came around. And so then, uh, you know, fast forward to a couple of years ago, I was buying my first house with Tanya Jones of Berkshire mm-hmm. Hathaway Home Services. And next thing you know, I, at the closing table, I said, is real estate photography mm-hmm. even a thing? Uh, because <laughs> if it was the person that did the house that I bought, did not do a good job. The rooms were all dark. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't tell what anything was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I only saw maybe a quarter of each room because I don't know how they were taking the pictures. And uh, the very next week, she sent me two houses to go do. And so just like that, I had no clue what I was doing. She just said, go figure it out. And mm-hmm. uh, that was five years ago. And so um, kind of blossomed ever since. Oh, That's wow. Great. Yeah, I know um, a lot of times I have clients and they get in a hurry. Like, we got a list. We need mm-hmm. to get it out there. And I was like, no, we have to have photos because... It, there's two things that bother me when I see a listing. <laughs> one yes. is no photos. Right. And the next one is under directions, GPS. And it just makes my blood boil. I'm like, I mean, really? Because even though people use GPS, I just think that it's just appropriate. Because I know a lot of areas, but occasionally I'll run into, there was a listing that came up the other day, and I was like, where is that? So I yeah. go to the directions, and it says, GPS. And I was like, okay, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just my thing. Well, I think with the photos, because the market has been so hot over the last year and a half, I think people think that's something they should shortcut on. But it's not because so many people are moving here from other areas and the best presentation of your house is, is are online. the photos online. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Not just that, but if you do a walkthrough video or anything mm-hmm. like that to give them a true perspective of the entire area too. Right, so. yeah. Very true. So, and, you know, I show houses a lot of times to people and they're like, 
oh, those photos made it look a whole lot better <laughs> than what it is. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's something so. that uh, I hear a lot from the, the clients I work with um, in particular. Um, just recently, I did a small house out in, uh, I think it was in Jackson. And the realtor told me, she was like, the people that walked in said that the photos look better, but it was a true representation of the house. So the colors were accurate, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, too. Mm-hmm. That way, that, um, you know, the people that are looking online, they kind of see whether or not they were where they want to go mm-hmm. uh, check out a house or not based on the photos. So. so did that have something to do, too, with the lens that you're using where it makes a true representation of more of the size? Yeah. The so, um, you know, with real estate, a lot of people get into it and don't have the right equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of times whenever I was first getting into it, um, I just was, I uh, had a couple of portrait, portraiture kind of lenses and, uh, you know, the, the iconic, let me turn the water faucet on and let the water drip out kind of thing. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it looks great in commercials, but, you know, and has no, no business inside of our business. And so, um, you know, th- that was fun uh, in the beginning, try to figure it out. And then I brought the right equipment, uh, a lot of flashes, handheld speed lights, walk around, light up all the corners, uh, the right lens uh, really, really does um, accentuate a room too. So mm-hmm. having the right equipment is absolutely key in this industry. So I'm assuming you also have a drone. Oh yes, ma'am. Yeah, the, that's fun. It's um, it just depends on the the shoot whether or not you need to use one or not. You know, mm-hmm. if it's a in a subdivision mm-hmm. less than an acre, you don't really need right. one. Yeah. So those big wide open areas where there's like a lot of acreage, or you know, um, I did one um, just last week uh, over in Lakemont subdivision, and mm-hmm. the the property was right against the lake, so they mm-hmm. wanted to sh- accentuate how close they were to the lakefront property. So well, I think the houses that set way way down in a hole you have to do the <laughs> and then those that set up on a cliff you have to make it look like it's level you so. know what though sometimes with the exterior photo you don't realize that until you get until there, you get there. <laughs> yes. yeah that it is sitting but down would, or sitting up in a lot of cases that would be a process of elimination but i think they may, yeah. they may say well you know maybe it's not so bad on the inside i don't know get a better deal on it <laughs> maybe, maybe. So when people are getting ready to list their house yeah. or they're getting ready to have photos, what are some of the things that they need to be thinking about? Sure. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and plug my website in. If you go to TylerWillisPhotography.com, at the very top I have something that's called the Prep List. So it's a four-page document that you can send out to your clients. Um, it goes over some basics. Uh, number one, just make sure you have all the trash taken out. No trash cans, <laughs> visible kind of situation. Um if you have a pet, make sure you either um, cage him for the time period that the photographer's there, you know, or be outside of the house or something like that. Um, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard when pets run through. And next thing you know, I have to retake a series of six or seven photos. And so those are always fun moments. But the, um, you know, some general things, uh, make sure you change out all the light bulbs. Make sure that they're all working conditions. Uh, kind of dust and clean up a little bit, you know, here and there would be nice. Um, that's something that I'll take out. If, I, if I'm looking at a fan, next, you know, I see all the dust on the fan. Mm-hmm. Then I turn mm-hmm. and I have to take that out. That's just time. Um, just some general things like that. Make sure that um, you kind of clean up a little bit in the living room areas. You know, I'll come in and I'll I'll do a brief staging, but I'm not there to stage. I'm there to do the photos. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not there to stage. So uh, any kind of work that the, the client and um, the homeowner can do before the photographer gets there is the better. That makes sense. 
because we've had, <laughs> I don't know, I think one time, it was last summer, you took some pictures for us, and we were moving things around while the pictures were being taken. Well, let's move this over here and Yeah, those are always fun. <laughs> I just did another one, I think, just yesterday that we had to empty out the entire living room into the garage and then put it all back. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was fun. It was fun. They actually had like a full-on playground in the living room. So it was it was a lot. Yeah. Oh wow. You just you never know what you're going to encounter you in our have world. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So speaking of that, do you have any funny stories about unexpected things that have happened when you've been taking pictures? Oh, so unexpected things were like I had one. I had one house where the owner said you can't wear shorts to the shoot because my dog will may bite you and i was just like wait a second like why and so as i'm there kind of walking around next thing you know this dog feels like it's a it's a pit bull and so it was you know it was big and overwhelming at first but you know i was sitting there and next thing you know the dog starts bringing the toys to me and we're sitting there playing you know 20 minutes passed by and i'm sitting there playing with the dog and so it's like he was like wait a second this doesn't happen i'm like my dog doesn't like people like i was like well i'm a dog person they can they can kind of (laughs) sense and tell they know Yep. And so that's one of my more funny stories is that, mm-hmm. you know, the, and then that night I came back out for a twilight session. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he goes, you just had to wear shorts, didn't you? So I wore shorts, started <laughs> playing with the dog. Next thing you know, the dog was rolling on his back. And like, it was it was a fun moment. So yeah. he was like, that's okay, funny. I guess people can wear shorts in my house again. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I like with your um, pictures, too, is you put the picture of the house in the television. Yeah. Because how many times have we seen listings where the TV was just on yep. and they just... You see whatever they're watching on television. Yeah. Yep. Or if it's a blank a blank screen and it's black, you see mm-hmm. all the reflections. And next thing you know, you might see like nine flashes going off. And it's just distracting. So. Yeah. And it sure. also just helps to um, for the person to remember this is what the outside of the house looks like as well as the inside. So it's just always getting that, that perspective back into the potential client's eyes. For sure. So are you... Did you move here from somewhere, or what's yeah. your background? Yeah, so my background, so I'm from South Georgia, if you can't tell by the accent. Um, <laughs> no, I can't tell. I speak, I'm from Boone, and I speak the same language. So, so. Uh, born and raised in Thomasville, Georgia, yeah. and then I uh, met, my, met my wife, and back then, whenever um, I'm a former teacher, mm-hmm. so there was a hiring freeze back in the uh, early 2000s, and uh, South Georgia just supports a hiring teachers. And mm-hmm. so we were trying to figure out where we wanted to live. And I said, I'll just move up there because I was like, Metro Atlanta, there's always mm-hmm. going to be a job somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how I got to Noonan. And then she's originally from Texas. Mm-hmm. And then she actually taught in Alaska for a year and then moved to Georgia. So, so where did y'all teach? Um, so I taught at Liberty Tech Charter School over in Brooks. Mm-hmm. And she currently teaches there now. But she's, okay. she before then, uh, she was at Ivy Preparatory Academy over in Atlanta mm-hmm. and then Arlington Christian School. Mm-hmm. Over in uh, Fairburn. Yeah. And then out before then, she was in Alaska teaching baby mm-hmm. Eskimos. Where did she live in Alaska? Uh, I, it's a little small village called Kotlik. Okay. And so um, she's got fantastic stories about how bush planes would have to fly in and stuff like that. And <laughs> so she, she said one of the bush planes that she <laughs> rode on actually mm-hmm. was held together with duct tape. Yeah. That's so. too funny. Yeah. When <laughs> you say imagine. you say Metro, Metro Atlanta, it's funny to me because being a local, when people, cat, you know, I have so many people now that I encounter yeah, in Noonan, because there's mm-hmm. so many people moving even to this area. And they were like, we just love living in Atlanta. Yeah. And I have to stop and go. I'm not Atlanta. Well, you know, I have to bite my tongue so many times like, we're not Atlanta. But, you know, everybody that is moving here, that's how they categorize. Yes, but ma'am. then we have people moving from Atlanta here because they still get that 
feel a small town mm-hmm. you kind of like a buckhead little buckhead feel is what they refer to it as so it, Absolutely. You know, it's neat to hear and see all the dynamics and we're of close people. enough to everything you yeah know? i mean we got yeah. we got trillas mm-hmm. and all that over just mm-hmm. real close mm-hmm. and anybody needs to live here and work there mm-hmm. we're so close to the, like the hollywood scene that's happening right, right now so. yeah definitely so people don't realize how much is still filmed here who oh, was yeah. i taught i think when we were seeing family over the weekend i was talking about mm-hmm. that i was like oh and yeah this had, was filmed in noonan and they had just a, had you a know. bunch of recording right here in downtown noonan like last weekend yes yeah so. there's there's always yeah i was <laughs> hanging out with one of the walking dead cast she's leaving she's been here for 10 months and staying here and she's just like i don't want to leave i love this place and her husband's in new york and i was like well tell him to move down here <laughs> bingo bingo yep you can live any. Live but their work is, you know, a lot of his work is there because he's in theater and all that. So, how crazy is it though that because of COVID, the work scene and environment has shifted? You know, originally mm-hmm. it was all office buildings, and now it's like work wherever mm-hmm. you want, live wherever. Yeah, so exactly. it's like you got a lot of people moving to this area because of right. our tax brackets. And I mean, that's exactly right because you know when people when we talk to people that come in and they're like, we can live anywhere. And mm-hmm. this is a good place because, you know, it's it's more affordable, which is driving our prices up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's going to continue, I think. And a lot of people are concerned, you know, because there's always what what comes up must come down kind of thing. And, you know, economy and all that inflation. There's so many <laughs> dynamics, but I, I try not to watch all the media. I just try to just kind of let Soothe life keep rolling. And, well, and it's so much... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. interrupt, interrupt you. So much supply and demand, too. I mean, when you think about basic economics mm-hmm. from high school, we mm-hmm. just don't have enough supply mm-hmm. for the demand that's right. in the market. Right, and I think, you know, when we had the crash back in 06, 07, which I didn't think would ever end, but mm-hmm. Coweta County at that point was still, you know, it was still moving along because, you know, CTCA was coming, to, and they were buying mm-hmm. foreclosed properties and our builder was still building, but mm-hmm. what happened then was the banks just didn't want to loan money. And so they were having to build out of pocket or whatever mm-hmm. the case might be. And so that kind of slowed us, but we still were moving. So, but we don't want to talk about any tough times because we're just going to keep rolling. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Tyler, what's the favorite house you've ever taken pictures of? Oh. Or do see. you have a favorite? There's one in particular, and I fell in love with this one because um, the homeowners actually designed every inch of the house. And he was there during construction, the whole nine yards. And um, that house, I was able to do photos, video, and twilights. And um, we were down in the basement uh, working on, he had a full-on finished basement. And he was telling me about every square inch with different details. And uh, I could just see the amount of emotion in him. And so that's whenever I was like, I got to start doing something that's mm-hmm. like, a, like a closing gift. So um, I also do a lot of like inside of Photoshop with a lot of different kind of like, um, I don't want to call them filters because that's not exactly what they are, but a lot of different techniques. Um, and I turned the Twilight Shot into a painting. You can actually, once I print it out, you can actually see brush strokes inside of it. Hmm. And I printed it out as a gigantic four foot by six foot poster that's now in his office. And so it was one of those moments I was just like, this this is mm-hmm. why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because yeah, he, cool. he even though he was so emotional about the sale of his house, mm-hmm. he was so excited about the future for him, too. So mm-hmm. it was his dream, but now he was ready for the next dream that he was going into. He sound, I bet he did a great job. He sounds like a builder's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so. He probably had a lot of well, attention you know, to detail. We, attention when to someone's detail. on site, quite often, of course, there's a lot of custom, custom. But, you know, we consider our builder custom. But we always, when they sign a contract, it's like, 
don't go over there every day. (laughs) (laughs) Because something's going to happen and the superintendent usually has it already figured out. Or something's not happening. It takes a few days for the subs to come and fix it. And so it's a lot of people, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And if there isn't anything happening, don't assume that that means Mm -hmm. we aren't working on things behind the scenes. But in today's world of building, there's a lot of delays. Yes. Especially just a few months ago with the supply of wood. Yeah, so, so it's definitely that's, that's delaying. Delayed everything. And yes. costing a lot more to build. Mm. So It is. Again, we're not going to talk about the negative. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Only the positive. You get, if, positive. You, if it costs more, you're just getting a brand new house that no one's lived in. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. That is true. But, and if you're buying your house now, think what it could cost in six months. So you have equity mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. There you go. No doubt. That's what we're seeing in new construction. If you're one of the first... In a neighborhood, mm-hmm. by the time the neighborhood's finished out, I mean, Double it's a triple. great investment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. For when sure. You, when you think back to the first neighborhood that we worked in together, Timber Creek, when mm-hmm. you look at those homeowners, mm-hmm. they're their like, equity. They're at least 200000 oh, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yep. And we finished in there in 2016. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. So it's been a minute. That's, it's insane. Mm. Well, it's been a minute. Anyway, yeah, for sure. Time well, flies. if people want to find out how to reach you, how do they find you, Tyler? Sure. So I'm on all the things except for TikTok. I don't do that one. I don't understand that platform at all. But um, <laughs> um, so uh, uh as well as Facebook, Instagram. That's where I do a lot of stuff. Uh, you can just search it up, Tyler Willis Photography. All right. right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And I'm Jackie Robertson. I'm Joy Barnes. And we are Between the Jays. Jays.